Welcome to Go to Go. I'm your host, Jay Junior. This is season two, episode two of my podcast. This week, we'll be discussing NFL League news, fancy football update, my picks and review from week number one, also debuting a new segment called Chew the Clock. And of course, you know I got to hit y'all with my winners for week number two. So make sure you share, rate, and subscribe, because you are going Go to Go. Welcome everybody back to Go to Go, man. I got a new segment for everybody out there. It's called Chew the Clock. It's a variation between the Q&A questions that you guys send me and also my thoughts on the games and things going on in the week. But this week I got a special guest for y'all, my man Peter. Peter, represent. Tell me what team you like. Oh, Pittsburgh Steelers, baby. Pittsburgh Steelers. All day second place in the AFC North. That's how they going to finish. <laughs> Let's get right into it, though. How'd you feel about week one with no fans in the building? I liked it. I did. You know, at first it took a minute to get used to no fans and that fake sound pumping in. But I enjoyed the quality of the product. I mm-hmm. thought the players were faster. Uh, it wasn't a lot of sloppy pace, so you didn't see a lot of penalties. And uh, it seemed like they enjoyed it out there, right? So you got to think about these guys played football since they were probably 9, 10, 11 years old, right? Right. And so they have, they, there was a time when they played not with a lot of fans, right? Uh, they just balled out. And once you get into the football game and you get hit, then it's football. It's football. And day. that's what they did yesterday. So I thought it was good. It was good to watch. Yeah, yeah. I thought, hey, I agree with you on that one. Uh, <clears throat> definitely the, the way the quarterback play was going, the way they was running up tempo offense, trying to slow down the defense. Um, checking their conditioning out. I think everybody was in pretty good shape. Nobody was over there breathing hard for the oxygen tank or nothing like that that I've seen. Um, I, I really enjoyed it, man. I was just happy football was back. That could be, but definitely I, I enjoyed it without any fans. But even the fans that were there, like in Kansas City and Jacksonville, they was all spread out and everything. I really didn't have a problem with not having a packed stadium neither. But in all in all, I think we still need fans when it comes down to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. At some point, well, let's hope it gets back soon, soon as possible. Soon as soon, possible. Soon as possible. Yeah. Can you imagine playing the Super Bowl without fans? Nope. What are the advertising people going to do without that? I don't know. That price going to go up for TV, I'll I don't tell know. you that. I don't know. Preview. <laughs> all right, so week one, what team... What teams were the most disappointing to you? Well, mine were Philly and the Colts. Okay. Uh, Philly just because of who they were playing, right? Washington, everything that went on with them with the offseason, they just get the news that their coach uh, has cancer and he's battling with that. Matter of fact, he had to get an IV at halftime, right? So I'm thinking this is prime for Philly. Carson Wentz. Has got to prove himself this year, right? Got so to. I'm thinking they're gonna go out there, ball out, and they did at the beginning it was 17 nothing. Then next time I turn around, it's 27 17. Game over. Game over. So that that's a huge bit disappointment. And uh, the second one was the Colts. I, that was my little secret uh, sleeper team that could make the playoffs, but not with not with not with Rivers playing the way he did. See, my biggest concern with next uh, this this past Sunday was that all the old quarterbacks look old, with the exception of Breeze, and he wasn't on his game the best. No, he definitely wasn't. Uh, Michael Thomas only had one catch. Right. So that's a concern. 
because them guys, a lot of those guys are legends. But yeah, no, nah, Colts and, and uh, Philly by far would disappoint for me. Yeah, I think Philly needs to be in panic mode right now. I know Doug Peterson got them in the Super Bowl and everything, but I just don't know if Carson Wentz got enough weapons around them. They need receivers out there. Um, can you say Antonio Brown maybe? I don't know if you get desperate enough. But with the Colts, I'm not really worried about that. I think that defense will come back strong. Uh, and, of course, you know, Phillip Rivers going to do what Phillip Rivers does. You know, but that's why you got Jacoper set as your bag up. And then if you really start struggling and you feel like you're not going to make the playoffs, you have a young quarterback that you want to try and Jacob Easton to come out there. But for me, my biggest disappointment out there, no doubt about it, the Dallas Cowboys. I thought Dak is playing for big money. He's watching everybody around him get big money, and he doesn't perform well out there. So that kind of hurt me big time. And also, man, Tom Brady and the Bucks, he spent all that money in the offseason. You got Gronk, you got all the hype in the world. And then you go in New Orleans, and I mean, you do that. Brady threw two touchdown passes, two interceptions. I sent the meme out there that said James Winston could have did the same thing, man. Uh, yeah, that's saw, what he does. I, I saw that. I saw that. That, that, ain't, necessary. that ain't necessary. I'm just saying, I mean, but that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. You know, James the new 30 for 30, but I'm just saying, though. <laughs> he got two and two. I mean, James could have did that, right, man. Right, could have made right, the game right, a lot right, closer, right, but right, right. I mean. But you know what's interesting, though? You know, um, so the Bucks, new team, right? Not a lot of continuity. Mm -hmm. uh, Colts. New team, not a lot of continuity. I mean, is that is that is that playing to a factor, right? I mean, it's uh, got to the teams that have been. But I say that, but then at the same time, shoot the Cowboys been together for what three, five years. Saying right. like, they're, they're position players, so you know, I'm kind of kind of contradicting myself. But you know, I was just trying to figure it out, right? Because it's it's hard sometimes, you know, on Monday morning to determine why the heck did that team lose to that team, right? I, I, exactly. Uh, and the biggest thing I would never ever want to hear is when people say, well, so-and-so, this team gave up. Man, these are professionals. They don't give up. They don't give up. Mm -hmm. These guys, these guys are professional. They live in their dream. They're good as all get out. We can't even imagine how good they are. I'm beyond with you. When you get on the field with a professional football player, them cats are good. Uh, but sometimes it's just a head check, you know, a head scratcher that, okay, why did they not show up? Yeah. Right? And in any case, to your point, I agree with you on this one. The Cowboys is the one because they were the most ready to dis they got, dominate. Dominate. They got a lot to prove, right? I, I was thinking they're gonna average 40 points yep. a game yep. or something like that. They yep. was gonna high high explosive offense. They was gonna be the greatest show on turf. Yep. Point point two up in this boy. So yep. I just don't understand. You know, once again, Dak, you playing for a contract. You gotta be out there, you ready to ball. So we looking still looking back on week one. So what team was the biggest surprise to you in week one? Well, I had two. I had two. One was the Bears winning uh, because I thought their quarterback was mud. But he Money came Mitch! Off, he came out. Money he Mitch! He came out through three touchdowns, so that shut me up. Uh, and then Cardinals. But, you know, I'm a big Cardinals fan. I just didn't think that they would they would come out and, and do that to the 49ers with the 49ers D. But, uh, you know, I'm, I love Murray. You know, he's my starting pointer back on uh, – Fantasy, just want to put that out there, y'all. Get it. <laughs> Dual threat, you know. He ain't Jackson, but he's showing up close. And uh, so those are the two surprises, you know. And we'll see what that where they go from there. Well, for me, um, I'm gonna take a look at the Green Bay Packers to go into Minnesota and put up 43 points. And we can take this all the way back to the all season when you drafted Jordan Love to make Aaron Rodgers even more mad. 
And he's like, okay, fine. You don't give me no help? Devontae Adams, which I also have in fantasy football, balls out. Mm. You know, two touchdowns, over 10 catches, mm. over 150-some yards receiving. That was looking excellent out there. So I really think the Packers are on a mission this year. Well, more so Aaron Rodgers is on a mission to prove that he is the best quarterback in the league. No pun intended. He is not the best quarterback in the league. I think he's got something to prove. Yeah, but he ain't the best quarterback in the league. I know he's not. Oh, the best you just player. said he was the best quarterback in the league. I know he's not the best. I'm saying he's trying to prove that he's the best quarterback in the league. That ain't what I heard. Well, hey, well, check the tape. I'm, I'm just saying. Check the tape. Check the tape. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, throw you all. Cutting your ears out. You got a rhythm, but I'm just saying. You know, go ahead, finish your thing. But that ain't what you said. I'm just saying the Packers. The Packers are on the mission this year. More so, Aaron Rodgers is on the mission. The other team that surprised me. I'm going to have to say the Atlanta Falcons, even though they lost, even though the Falcons lost, to see Matt Ryan throw for 450 yards passing against a great Seattle defense was amazing to me. Yeah, but the question is, is Seattle defense great? Right? I think so. I, I think I think getting Jamal. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I, like, I like Pete Carroll, but is that defense great? I think so. You know, I th- it's only, they only gave him 25, 25 points. points. Right, right, right. 25 right. points. They won 38, 25. I mean, uh, eventually you're going to have to sit in that zone all day. Right. You know? Right. But no. they, they'll get better. They'll get better. Yeah. Those are the games you want to win, though. Yeah, I, I'm not hurt. I'm not hating on the Falcons. I, I hope Gurley does well this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they in a tough division. Oh, yeah. They're last in that division. Falcons going to finish last. What are the Bucs going to finish? Bucks going to finish second. Carolina's going to finish third. You know, because I watched Carolina on Sunday because they lost to the Raiders, you know. So, I watched Carolina. I thought Teddy Bridgewater played pretty good. I thought he played good. Uh, I just don't understand why Matt Rule didn't give it to Christian McCaffrey on four. But Matt Rule, it's always his second year when he does good. They're going to be good next year. You know what I mean? If you look at this. Well, you you checking his track record. I'm telling you, this NFL, you got to win now. You're going to be gone. Okay, well, he ain't going to be gone at the end of this year. Unless he be like Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen is closed. What they Freddy, say? stay out the, the kitchen. kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the top performance of the week. One, who? Give me one person that you thought had a great performance in a win. Kyler Murray. Kyler, okay. Kyler Murray. Twenty-six for forty, two hundred thirty yards, touchdown pass. He did have one pick, but check this out. 91 yards rushing. See, mm. dude, dude, I mean, he, he, like like I said, he ain't Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. but he showed no close. Mm. How and close? I, well, I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe like 50 meters, it ain't no close swimming. <laughs> if they were swimming, uh, Jackson still be blowing him out. But I'm saying, the young kid, the young man uh, is good, and he got a lot of potential. He's going to carry them. I mean, Cardinals go as far as he can carry them. And uh, for him to come out against a quality defense, yesterday and put up the numbers he did and get the win that's my player to win you know i had a 49 summer in the playoffs this year man they're not gonna make the playoffs this year who's gonna make it out of nfc west seattle's gonna win it okay arizona's gonna finish third and i mean arizona's gonna finish second and the way the way the rams look the rams could get third the rams could be i mean no okay it's one game it's one game it's one week one week, but you already know 
The Chiefs played the 49ers. Eight teams, remember, I don't know, what is it? Seven. Seven teams getting the playoffs this year. Yeah, yeah. But guess what? The 49ers are not going to make it back to the playoffs. Well, we we will talk about who's going to make the playoffs, who's going to make, you know, championship, Super Bowl, go Steelers. You know what I'm saying? We're going to put all that out there at some point. Well, let me get you. Who's your player? Who's your player? Let me get to my top performer. You know, hey, y'all know it didn't take me long to say who my top performer is. Josh Jacobs, everybody. My man, Josh Jacobs, 25 carries, 93 yards rushing, three, uno, dos, tres, three touchdowns up on that board yesterday. And then four, pa- four pass catches. For 46 yards. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Ain't got the W. Oh, yeah, no, no. Ain't no. got the W. No, no, no. That's he a bad, ball. He a bad boy, though. Andy from Tulsa. Oh. Andy from Tulsa. Right around the corner from up. Andy from Tulsa. The dude can ball, though. Yeah, he can ball. You know, I, look, I can't, I can't argue with that. When he I, said in training camp, when he said he want to catch 60 balls this year. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, he wants to be the new Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but here's but the only, a power back. Here's the, only thing, here's the only thing with Jacobs, right? Just like Murray, too. They're young. And Murray had the benefit of going through a full season last year, right? Mm-hmm. Rookie season. He's got to go through that full season this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the durability, right? That's the only thing I'm concerned. Yeah, Jacobs did I get hurt last year. I love the pick. I told you, I want the Steelers mm-hmm. to get that dip. Right? <laughs> that dude balls out. You want the Steelers to get any good running back. <laughs> right, right. You want them to get Fortnite, right. Fortnite, 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 Fortnite Dobbs. Right, right, right. You want them to get anybody. You just don't like James right, Conner. Right. Why you gotta put that out there like that? <laughs> I'm just saying, the man don't like Jay. I just like big backs. You know, I'm, I grew up in the era of, of Franco Harris and Jerome Bettis, right? So uh, I, I want the big back. But anyway, oh, no, Jake is, Jake is a good pick. Good pick. I'm with him. Okay. All right. I know it's week one, but which coach was taking that drive and accidentally hit that seat warmer? Because they on that hot seat. Well, maybe not hot seat, but it's getting a little, little warm for them. Yeah, you got? yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's, it's a little warm. I, I think Adam Gase and Matt Patricia got in their car, accidentally hit that seat warmer, mm-hmm. even though we in September still warm. Yeah. And they're like, ooh, it's a little warm. A little warm. Maybe we can set a house. It's a little warm. Because them two right now, I think Gase, because it was a stretch anyway for the Jets to get in. Oh, yeah. I still question that one, right? Yeah, that was wrong. That one was like, what are you, you doing? He didn't do anything in Miami, but, but yet I'm gonna bring you over here and then pay you more money. That means money, New York got money to burn. Yeah. And then Matt Patricia, who I'm a fan of, right? Mm-hmm. I think, even though he used to beat the Steelers, but did he? Right? Is it all Belichick? Right? Was Belichick the freaking mastermind behind all that? He just and and, and Patricia just had that pencil in his ear, it looked like he was doing something. Right? Could be. But this is the year the Lions have to win or he's gone. Right, yeah. or he'll be back somewhere next year as a deep coordinator. But those are the two I think right now. It's early. It's game one, right? We got 15 more games. Right. But them two rode home. Game. Feeling it. Yeah, they just, they just have to hit the seat warmer. Well, I'm gonna tell you mine right now, and I, I talked about this last year on Go to Go. It's Dan Quinn and Atlanta Falcons, man. Um, it's not the offense that's the problem. It's the defense, and you're a defensive he's guy. A defense guy. He's got to be able to to produce good defensive people. You know, he's got to be able to get pressure on the quarterback. He's got to be able to make stops. They have all the offensive weapons in the world. It don't look like they're going to run the ball not one time this year. I love Julio Jones. Oh, I'm a Calvary guy. I'm a Calvary guy. 
down there. Love Julio Jones. So, and who's your other one? You got another one? Man, you know I got another one, man. This gonna this gonna rub people a little wrong way on this one, but my man Doug Peterson down there in Philly. I think his seat a little warm. Didn't he just win a Super Bowl? Don't matter. He won a Super Bowl, man. Super Bowl special or something like that. Yeah, that, that Super Bowl, that Philly special. Philly special. Yeah. Hey, it don't matter. This special's over with. <laughs> that special's over with now. You got to perform. You don't have a wide receiver. I just don't understand. Is that his fault, though? Yeah. Is he? What it is? Well, he the head coach. He go to the general manager. Say, I need some wideouts. So they get they, who they get. They got Jalen Rieger. They got uh, Deshaun Jackson. Old man Deshaun Jackson. They got Arshon Jeffries. They got Zach Earth. Dallas Goddard. I mean, but you still need a big play receiver out there, and they they just don't have it. I mean, Carson Wilson's struggling. You don't have a running game. I know Miles Sanders didn't play yesterday, but you got Boston Scott. He's a little back, but you could have got other backs out there. The the, the uh, Devontae Freeman's out there. Uh, sitting at home. I might try to get him on goal to go. Um, Adrian Peterson was out there one time. And you guys could have. But they got Sanders though. Yeah, but Sanders got. He Sanders got hurt. hurt. He, got hurt. he didn't yeah, play he this hurt. game yeah. though. Kid. But yeah. still, you need a power back though. Right, 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 like right. you say, you like big backs. Yeah. You need a big back for that goal. Back. I said Leonard Especially Fournette anyone. was out there at that right. one time, but you know right. Leonard Fournette. He ain't right. Right. He gonna, he gonna stand you don't like him. You, like, you, don't, you hate on Fournette. Why is that? I don't hate on Fournette. I felt like he didn't have to go to Tampa Bay. In my opinion, I felt like he was too lazy to try to move somewhere else so he wouldn't stay in the state yeah. of Florida. Yeah, you said that to me. That don't make no sense. Man. They got movers. He, they got moving companies. That's how lazy the man is. <laughs> that's how lazy the man is. He's, I don't care. He got his movers. He make his movers lazy. So he said, hey. And then... <laughs> In the game on Sunday, he really didn't even do nothing. <laughs> right, I don't right. even think he played. Right. No, he, he played. I saw him a couple oh, times. I saw him a couple times. Well, shoot, he was missing yeah. like Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he missed like Mike Evans. Well, Mike Evans, they double teamed. APB. They double teamed Mike Evans. I saw him from the back. Man, double team. Marshawn Lattimore was locking him up man to man out there, man. Mike Evans <laughs> didn't want them problems, man. I'm trying to tell you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place. You can use it right from your phone or your computer. Creating tools allows you to record and edit your podcast so it comes out great. You can easily make money from your podcast with no listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor is the place to make a podcast. Now let's get back to Go To. Go. So let's get to my last question. Somebody emailed me. Why Eric B. Enemy and Byron Leftwich is not getting the head coaching position? Now we know there's gonna be some vacancies open next year. So I'm gonna let my man Pete speak on that a little bit. You know anything about that? Well, here's what I say. So one, we don't know how much experience they have uh lean offense i don't like mm-hmm. I, I know left wish but i you know you hear about the enemy and and there's all this controversy as a read or whatever right mm-hmm. so you know i look at it this way when these guys are if they're interviewing they're not getting the jobs one are they interviewing well because i can imagine the interview for a head coaching position got to be a mother mm-hmm. number two you know, how much command of your particular office do you really have, right? So right. we don't know, right? But you find that out in the interview process. Uh, and number three, if I'm them, I'm looking for fit. 
Like you got you got one shot at an NFL coach for the most part. Yeah, that's all you got. If you gonna get there and you get a scrub quarterback, and you got a scrub offensive line, and then you trying to build this up, that's a that's a lot of pressure. So are you willing to take that step? Right? Yeah. Because my man out of Green Bay, he walked into a good you walk into a and Aaron Rodgers there, that ain't that much risk. Right, Matt LaFleur. Right? Yeah. Right, LaFleur, like, oh, you you going to twist my arm to take that job? But if you call me and say, hey, take over um, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, I'm going to be scratching my head. I'm going to be like, are we going to get sunshine? <laughs> right? Because <laughs> if we ain't getting Trevor Lord, I'm not doing it. So I think that, I think that, I think that's part of it. I think these guys, I, I like the fact that they're being, Methodical and thoughtful about who they want to interview with mm-hmm. and what team they want to go for or go with. And then you build up experience. Experience is the mother of all learning, man. Right. So the more experience they get as offensive coordinators, the better. But that's just my take, dude. I, you know, this is a tough one. Go ahead. Well, I'm just going to solve it all to you right now. They don't call the plays down there. What? They don't call the plays. Say again? Airbnb enemy does not call the plays down there. Everybody knows that. Andy Reid calls the plays. That ain't good. Everybody knows Bruce Arias is calling the plays down there in Tampa Bay. And now, especially that you got Tom Brady over there, now you know Bruce Arias and Tom Brady are calling the plays. So why should I look at Byron Leftwich like that? If they want a head coaching job, they really need to go to another team as an offensive coordinator and build it from there. They can't be behind those two guys and expect a head coaching job. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. And to furthermore, when was the last black offensive coordinator, pure offensive coordinator, that got a head coaching job? Off the top of the head, I can't think of none. Exactly. They're all all the black head coaches have came from the defensive side of the football. So all what are you trying to say? What's that mean? That black coaches are going to take over the defensive side of the football, and they're going to be better head coaches on the defensive side. Shut up! I don't think that's the case. I'm thinking that's the case right there. That all the all the black defense coordinators that became head coaches were, were calling their own plays. Mike Tomlin when he was at Minnesota, Marvin Lewis when he was at the Ravens. No, no, no. I I think your point about but you got my man from uh, Colts. Jim Caldwell. Caldwell. Oh, look at that! He threw Jim Caldwell. I yeah. said pure offensive coordinator. Mind you, he was a quarterback coach in Indianapolis. When they when they had Peyton Manning, he was a quarterback coach. Then he got the head coaching job. Tony Dungy, defensive minded guy. You got to think of that inside right there. Yeah, nah, man. I, I, it's I, all about defense. Yeah, but I, you know, the fact that they're black and their offensive coordinators are not getting jobs. I, I think your first point is right. Like they're not calling the they, plays. They got on the plays. They got to see see on defense. The defensive coordinator clearly commands the defense. With the exception of Patricia. Like I told you, I said, I don't know. I don't know. Because he may have been good because of Belichick. But but you have got to call the plays, right? I mean, I, I wouldn't say, I, you know, let's not put it all. So so was Brian Flores only good because of Belichick? Because he took over that role when Patricia left. Yeah. So Belichick. Yeah. yeah, everybody, yeah. Belichick runs that mother something. Come on, man. Yeah, we know. So if we just look at it from, like, the Belichick point of view, Everybody wants to pick off that tree. Nobody's picking off Andy Reid tree. Nobody's picking off. Nobody's picking off Bruce Arians tree. I'm gonna tell you something. Why? Why? 
So if you look at when you pluck off the Belichick tree, right? Those coaches that go on after Belichick tree don't prosper like Belichick because he has his hand in everything. Exactly. Right. So when they get out there on their own, they flounder a little bit. Now I'm not. These are these are these are good men. These are great cooks. But they they don't the expectation of what they should be, right? Put it this way. Belichick isn't producing the type of quality head coaches like Bill Walsh did. True. See that's, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Because he empowered them. Mm-hmm. But, Be- but, but Bill Walsh was also the person that said, after 10 years, these players get tired of hearing my voice. Right? Yeah. Belichick has a command, just like Saban has a command. Those two were boys back in the day, right? right. They have a command that... <clears throat> Is not transferable when these guys move on because he they have such a strong hand. True. You see what I'm saying? So, I but I'm but I'm not disagreeing with you. These two gentlemen, Leftwich and Beanie, they've got to call their own play and demonstrate that they can run office. They can run a two minute office. They can put in a game plan, which I'm sure they do. Right. But, but in the pressure of when you got to execute mm-hmm. and it's two minutes, what you going to do and all that kind of stuff, what you going to call? They got to be the ones for not not. Andy Reid is fogged up. Face mask, <laughs> face shield, and everything. <laughs> Not that. But I think they need to just branch off from those guys right there. For they can be owners of that team and really run that offense they, the way they want. You mean to. lead the team? Yeah. They ain't gonna do that thing. One, too much success, especially at Kansas City. They ain't gonna lead that. And then number two, man, please. Why would you I I why would you take a unless you are one of those that have reached your ceiling, why would you take a uh, lateral move to another team. No, I wouldn't do that. To prove no, I wouldn't do that. that you can be an offensive coordinator and you can run a team and be I a head coach in the future. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't you can, you will not be able, they will not be able to get head coaching jobs. All they would do is be getting interviews just because of the running rule. They are not viable candidates. No, but you know what? You position. know what you know, you know especially with Andy Reid, uh, with his voice, if, if, if he thinks BNB is right, he gave an endorsement. Somebody's going to pick him up. So let me ask you this. If Andy Reid will say, I know he got the contract extension and everything, but if Andy Reid was to leave three years from now, you think they would just promote Airbnb? Yeah. Head coach? They could. They could. Right, he has to go through the interview process, the running rule and all that. But yeah, they could, absolutely. What about if Bruce Ayers leave? Would they just promote Byron Lefkowitz? They Lefkowitz? could. Why not? They won't, though. Why not? They won't. Did you not see? Well, time or time, 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 time. Did you not see who the defensive coordinator is for Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's Todd Bowles. He's good though. Another defensive guy that he's got a head coaching job. Before. He's good though. I mean, he could easily, if they want to go defensive minded, that that makes sense to me. Exactly. Um, but what I'm saying is, the re- we were your original question or the, re- the regional question I was emailed in was. I think you nailed it. I was just throwing some daggers at it. I think that the fact that they don't call plays yeah. has owners scared, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know, because you, you can't go in an interview and go, well, hey, this is what I would have done, or this is what I would have done. <laughs> right. You can't, that ain't how it work, baby. Nah. No, what you going to do? What you going to do? Yeah. So, no, I don't disagree. Whatever Andy, whatever Andy. Right, what, what, say, whatever Andy. <laughs> or Byron Levin say, whatever Tom Brady said, they don't even talk to me. I'm the last guy to right. know the play. Right, right. What's Shoot. your check down system? Um, one, two, three. Hey, what Omaha. You I'm like, wait, wait. 
Wait, you supposed to be one making it up and hey, developing it. Hey, what'd you say, Byron Levitch? He, he don't know the play until they run it. He calling out the play. Oh, y'all ran that? They go from Aaron's to Tom Brady to the huddle, and then, and then left would say, oh, that's what y'all running. <laughs> Let's see how I did on week one's picks. Thursday night, Texans Chiefs. I had the Chiefs and the Chiefs won. Sunday games, Raiders Panthers. I had the Raiders and the Raiders won. First victory for Vegas all year. Seattle Falcons. I had Seattle and Seattle won. Jets Bills. I had the Bills and the Bills won. Bears Lions. Money making Mitch did it in the fourth quarter. Bears with the victory. Packers Vikings. Aaron Rodgers crush. The Vikings on this one, man. But I had the Vikings, so the Packers won. Dolphins, Pats. I had the Pats. Cam looked good. Eagles, Washington. Oh, my goodness. The football team with a big victory. Eagles didn't look like they could fly too high on this one. Colts, Jags. I had the Colts and the Jags won. Look at the Gardner putting in that work. Browns, Ravens. I had the Ravens. and Oh, it was over with early. And the Ravens won. Chargers, Bengals. I had the Chargers, and the Chargers did come out victorious. Bucks, Saints, no good debut for Tom Brady. Saints with the victory, and I had the Saints. Cardinals, 49ers, you already know, man. I'm rolling, I rolled with Kyler Murray and company, and Kyler Murray and them came out with the victory. Victory for the Cardinals. Cowboys, Rams, Sunday night. I had the Cowboys, but the Rams took advantage of how the Cowboys was playing. It looked like they weren't prepared, so the Rams got the victory. Monday night, Steelers, Giants. Oh, I had them Steelers and the Steelers won. Titans, Broncos, the last Monday night football game of the night. I had the Broncos and the Titans came out victorious. That was a big win for the Tennessee Titans. So overall this week I went 11 for 16. I did I did pretty much better than everybody that sent me picks. Some of y'all out there got five five right. Some of y'all got six right. Y'all need to do better, man. I'm giving y'all the answers and y'all still can't get them right, man. More go to go coming up. You know what time it is. It's fantasy football time, man. Some of y'all that started off want to know on your high horse, woke up on Tuesday, stretching it out. Some of y'all had it wrapped up on Sunday feeling good. But for some of y'all that's out there that's 0-1 right now, looking to uh, have a fire sale on your team, be patient. Be calm. It's just one game. Chill. You okay. Let me tell you about... If you're on one right now, you really came out victorious because you got the first bid to get on the waiver wire, depending on how y'all do it. So make use of it. And I'm going to give y'all a sleeper that you should go grab. But first, let's talk about those studs from week number one. At quarterback, it was Aaron Rodgers. 32 completions, 364 yards, and four TDs. At running back, my man, Josh Jacobs. 25 carries, 93 yards, three touchdowns, four catches for 46 yards on the receiving tip. He's a beast. Also, wide receiver, Devontae Adams of the Packers. 14 catches, 156 yards, two TDs. Where to go? At tight end, Dallas Garter of the Philadelphia Eagles. Eight catches, 101 yards, and one TD. They are more tight ends out there in the league besides Kelsey and Kittle, everybody. 
on defense of the side, on defense side of the ball, you already know who it was. It's the Baltimore Ravens, man. They played the Browns, man. The Browns. But now, y'all want that sleeper pick. I got it for y'all. It's Nigel Hines of the Indianapolis Colts. I know some of y'all out there, you like, you lost Marlon Mack, but somebody in your league got Jonathan Taylor. I can tell you right now, nobody, nobody is getting Nigel Hines right now. You have to jump on him right now. This guy is going to be like the Austin Eckler for Phillip Rivers out there. Jonathan Taylor's going to play the Melvin Gordon role, get the power pump, but I'm trust me. Nigel Hines is going to be the man. Dump it down. Dump it down. The coach can't block nobody. They're going to be dumping it down all day. So be on the lookout for that. But do not panic. Whether you won or whether you lost, do not panic. Do not try to trade people right now. Be patient. Be patient. It's going to open up. More go to go coming up. All right, it's time to get into the week two picks. You already know what it is. I got my man Peter still here with me right now. Thursday night football, Bengals, Browns. I'm rolling with the Browns. Pete, who you got? Bengals, Giants, Bears on Sunday. Give me the Giants. Bears. Falcons, Cowboys. Give me the Falcons. Cowboys. Lions, Packers. Give me the Packers. Pack. Jacksonville. Tennessee. Give me Tennessee Titans. Jacksonville. Vikings, Colts. I think this is a must-win game for both teams right now, but I'm going to go with the Vikings. Vikings. 49ers, Jets. Give me the 49ers. 49ers. Rams, Eagles. Give me the Eagles. Rams. Broncos, Steelers. Give me the Steelers. Go Steelers. Panthers, Bucks. Give me the Bucks. Bucks. Washington. Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Kansas City Chargers, give me Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Ravens, Texans, give me the Ravens. Ravens. Patriots, Seahawks, give me the Seahawks. Oh, Seahawks. Ah! And for my Hail Mary pick of the week, Bills, Dolphins, give me them Dolphins. Bills going to kill them. And Monday night to open up the brand new stadium in the Legion Field in Las Vegas, Nevada. The Las Vegas Raiders versus the New Orleans Saints. Give me the Saints. The Raiders! Don't forget to get y'all picks into me by 12 noon Central Time. Email me at gold2gopodcast at gmail.com. I'll be waiting to see. Can I destroy you again? We made it all the way down to the end zone, y'all. I want to thank y'all for listening. Make sure you get your picks in to me by 12 noon Central Time on Sunday. You can email me your picks at gold, the number two gold, podcast at gmail.com. Now say it with me now. You just went gold to gold.